Welcome to the Think Like Amazon podcast, the show where I sit down with former Amazon executives to discuss Amazon's unique principles and processes and tease out how you can apply them to grow and manage your business. I'm Tyler Wallace, a seven-year former Amazonian, current brand consultant, and your host as we learn to think like Amazon. Welcome to the first episode of the Think Like Amazon podcast. My name is Tyler Wallace, and as the host of this new show, I wanted to share a bit about myself, what this new podcast will be about, and what you can expect to get out of it as you listen to this show. So first of all, why another podcast and why think like Amazon? I mean, gosh, there have been a lot of successful companies. Why Amazon? Why why try to think or act like Amazon? Well, Amazon's a bit unique in a few regards. One, it's tremendous growth. You know, Amazon IPO'd in 1997 at $18 and today in early 2021 is worth well over $3,000 a share. A lot of that growth has come over the last several years and being inside Amazon during many of those years, it has been incredible to see the business processes and principles that have enabled Amazon to make a lot of those bets behind that growth. Uh, Amazon for, you know, maybe on, on the not so good side has also been called in the news as a bruising workplace and has had scathing articles about how its fulfillment center workers are treated or about what it's like working in Amazon corporate. Personally, I, 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 uh, tend to uh, disagree with probably as much, maybe more than what I agree with. But but I, I think it's worth calling out that Amazon is not perfect and Amazon has not done everything right. Needless to say, one thing that Amazon has absolutely, I think, nailed is living up to its mission, which is to be Earth's most customer-centric company. And it really is that customer obsession that I believe is at the core of Amazon's peculiar culture. In his 2016 letter to shareholders, Jeff Bezos talked a bit about how when companies become more complex and grow, they start to lose their customer obsession, you know, if they even had it in the first place, and they begin to manage by proxies and adopt slow decision making. And he called the need to maintain that customer centric focus at the heart of everything that's done as being a day one company. And in his letter, he said, day two, being a day two company is stasis, followed by irrelevance, followed by excruciating, painful decline, followed by death. And that is why it is always day one. It's pretty strong words there. Well, what is customer obsession? We'll dive into that in some of our podcast episodes and, and many of the guests that we'll bring on manifests itself in many Amazon mechanisms and principles and practices that Amazon has put in place over the years, uh, which have also helped it to innovate and be a company that makes high velocity decision making. But most importantly, what I want to accomplish through this podcast is help you you know, it's 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 great to understand maybe what has been done at Amazon or how Amazon thinks. But if you get any value out of this, it is hopefully going to be how you can take the best of Amazon's management processes and apply them to the business you are building. And so a key focus 
And my top goal of this show is to not just explain Amazon, but to help you understand how you can apply pieces of Amazon's culture and way of thinking that will help you be successful and achieve the growth that you want. Okay, so a bit of background on myself. Who am I? Well, I think what's most relevant here is I've spent a number of years at Amazon. Uh, I've, I've had over five different roles in my seven years at Amazon. And you know those have ranged from managing the largest US product category on Amazon, third-party marketplace, um, to leading a retail buying team, to spending the last couple of years of my time at Amazon on Amazon Canada as an international marketplace where I led our marketing team and and then our Amazon Canada marketplace uh, business as the business head. During my time, I was exposed constantly to Amazon's uh, leadership principles and, and many of the, the longtime leaders that embodied it. Uh, everything from my second week at Amazon, hearing directors drop leadership principles in conversations during business review meetings, which, which caught me by surprise how ingrained that vocabulary was in business decision making, developing some new ideas of business uh, products um, and features, and writing them up into future state press release documents uh, with FAQs and presenting those to VP leadership. Um, I wrote and read countless um, six-page narratives, made very few PowerPoint decks during my time, um, and helped establish a lot of different mechanisms for our weekly business reviews and uh, seller policies, etc., um, also had the opportunity to to work alongside the Alexa team uh, as they launch several new products and languages and and see the innovation process through that lens as well. Probably, I would say the experience I had that exposed me the most to Amazon's principles and processes was as an Amazon bar raiser. So for those that have not heard that term bar raiser before, Amazon has a bit of unique approach, although it's started to be adopted by other companies over the years, of avoiding groupthink and kind of an urgency bias in hiring decisions by inserting a highly trained or, or, or a very veteran interviewer from outside the business organization uh, making the hiring decision to be a uh, leader and objective decision maker with veto power for that hiring decision of a particular candidate. So during my time, I had the opportunity to go through a several month process to train and become a, a bar raiser and then interview hundreds of, of candidates and make many hiring decisions as a bar raiser across Amazon. So uh, I was able to make those objective evaluations and assess Amazon growth potential for that new talent. And as the name implies, you know, the, the expectation is that each new hire is exhibiting those Amazon leadership principles better than 50% of existing Amazon employees, hence raising the bar with each new hire. During that time, I, I led these hiring decisions for a number of different functions all across the company, everything from uh, software engineers to artists uh, salespeople, data scientists, and of course, uh, business functions, and even had the opportunity to coach many bar raisers as they went through their bar raiser training. A again, a, a unique experience. There are, I think, uh, several thousand bar raisers across Amazon's 
1 million plus employees. So although that sounds like a big number, you know, bar raisers actually have a lot of polls on their on their bandwidth to uh, cover many teams that are trying to hire. And that was a daily practice of, of coaching teams on Amazon's leadership principles and how to assess those for candidates across many different organizations and functions of the company. Okay, so that's a bit about me. Hopefully uh, that helps you understand my perspective and, and maybe some of my experience about Amazon's processes and principles and mechanisms coming into this as your host. But really, this podcast isn't about me and it isn't about my opinions and ideas. Why I decided to start this podcast is that I truly believe that the best learning happens from a village. And my best learning has happened from the village that I have benefited from and cultivated around me over the years. You know, one of one of the things that I love to do is reach out to chat with industry experts and those that I consider thought leaders in, in a given space. And uh, I've made it a practice over the last few years to reach out to two, three different uh, individuals, oftentimes outside of my company or, you know, maybe even someone I've never spoken with before to learn from their experience. And I also try to give that back. So I also, as I can, make time to, to talk to others. But from those conversations, I feel like I have gained so much value and guidance to help me in my career and to grow the businesses that I have run and the teams that I have led. And so I believe that the guests that we have on through this podcast are going to hopefully bring a variety of perspectives and a whole vault full of unique ideas, best practices, tips and tricks, and applicable approaches to using the best of Amazon's principles and experiences in ways that can be packaged and repeated in the businesses that you are running or the areas of your life that you are looking to make more efficient or more customer focused. All right. Another reason that I started this is that I am building my own business. And so I left Amazon last month um, after several years, and I have partnered to co-found The Lab, a consulting agency for brands and e-commerce manufacturers and investors. Um, we perform deep dives and also executive support for brands to figure out their growth strategies. And so as I work on this new business, I am also very much trying to figure out the culture, the mechanisms, the KPIs, the way that we are going to operate to set ourselves up for the best success and to make sure that we are delivering for our customers and keeping our customers at the center of everything we do. And so I figure that many of you might be in similar shoes to myself and also thinking about how you build your business, whether it's something that, like me, you're starting entrepreneurially, or it's maybe something that you are working to lead or innovate within a larger corporation. And as I said, both self-serving and for the audience here, it's all about the application. So throughout these episodes, and try to make sure that we focus on the key takeaways, what can be applied well beyond Amazon to any business that, that we might be working on. 
So with that in mind, please let me know where you want to go deeper as you hopefully listen to a few of these episodes. If there's an area that you want to know a little bit more about or you know, a type of guest that you think would be really helpful to hear from or maybe a component of Amazon's culture that you've heard about that you would like to get a little bit deeper into, let me know. Uh, reach out to me. You can certainly reach out to me directly on LinkedIn or you could also um, leave a review for this podcast. Uh, that would be very appreciated. And let me know in those review comments what you would like to know more about. I will read all of those and I will try to make sure that we get the right folks on to speak to what you want to know more about. All right. So I want to spend just a, a minute and talk about what this podcast won't be about. So this podcast isn't meant to be a primer on what Amazon's culture is or how Amazon's principles and management processes came to be and were applied in in big milestone events throughout the history. I believe that that has been documented fairly well already, and I'm not the best expert to opine on that history of Amazon. So a couple of resources, if you are curious, that I would point you at would be, you know, one, Amazon's leadership principles. Those 14 leadership principles truly are at the core of hiring, promotions, evaluations, decision-making, so many of the processes and uh, everyday life at Amazon. So if you are curious about Amazon and you want to get a quick overview of Amazon's philosophy, read and study those Amazon leadership principles. You can find them publicly at amazon.jobs slash principles or just Google Amazon principles. I'm sure you'll find it. Uh, so that's the one resource. The second would be Jeff Bezos's shareholder letters. Each year since 1997, Jeff has written a letter to shareholders. And in many of those letters, he's gone deep into a particular part of Amazon's principles or philosophy or growth and taken collectively, you know, that, that is a fantastic resource. In fact, I, I, I think that uh, somebody has taken those and, and put them into a book. So I, I believe that you, you could search and probably find there uh, out there a collection of all of Amazon's um, shareholder letters over the years from, from Bezos. Great resource. I'd love to go back and read those as well. Um, the third resource I would point you at would be a relatively new book that was just published several weeks ago called Working Backwards. It was written by Bill Carr and Colin Breyer, two ex-VPs of Amazon that you know both spent a long time, you know, 10, 15 years apiece at Amazon and worked very closely with Jeff Bezos and the executive team and were instrumental in the development and you know initial application of many of these processes. And so those are three resources I'd point you to if you're looking to understand a bit about what Amazon's culture is or how it came to be. Like I said before, this podcast is really focused on the application, whereas the what and some of these other resources our, you know, Amazon 101. Uh, hopefully this podcast is the Amazon lab or the application of what you might have picked up in Amazon 101. But hopefully it's what sticks with you because it, it's hopefully what's of value that you can apply everything, but take what is most salient and relevant for where you are today and apply it to make your business a little bit better. What else? Uh, this podcast is also 
not just for those with former Amazon experience or those familiar with Amazon. Obviously, I come with some bias and the curse of knowledge (laughs) in that I worked in and and led teams at Amazon for several years. I will be doing my best. And one of the promises I'll make is to try to keep this at a level that's easy enough to understand for those that aren't familiar with Amazon. So if I slip into using jargon or acronyms, I will try to catch myself. And I will also try to hold our podcast guests accountable for speaking in layman's terms and not just speaking in jargon. All right. So finally, before we wrap up here, I want to give a quick sneak peek at some of our upcoming guests. As of the time I'm recording this, uh, we are wrapping up recording of the first few episodes of this podcast. I am excited to be introducing some of our our guests soon as as this launches and as those podcasts drop. But to give you a quick sneak peek, we'll be having a former finance director from Amazon who has gone on and been a vice president of finance at Fortune 100 companies and applied Amazon's principles into those new teams that he's built and led. We will be having a former general manager of various programs and products at Amazon that has since gone on and started a number of his own businesses and startups from scratch and is growing those successfully. Uh, We'll also have former Amazon executives that have gone on and consulted other companies and themselves taken many of Amazon's principles and applied those into some of the companies they've consulted with. So Whether you're an executive or a manager at a company, a business consultant yourself, or an entrepreneur or business owner, hopefully there's something from each of these episodes, including the the, the first few episodes we're working on now that, that you find relevant and that you can take away. If not, please give us another shot. Tune into another episode and we'll be providing a variety of different perspectives across the many folks we bring on here. So in closing, if you know someone building a business hungry for knowledge on how to craft a strong decision-making culture, or even just curious about Amazon's inner workings, tell them about this podcast, let them know, have them check it out. And of course, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find this show. Thanks again for listening to this introductory episode. I'm excited to be bringing out some of our guests and stay tuned. Stay tuned.